0: everyone to another episode of plate stack chat as always uh, sam is here tom is here i'm jason and joining us once again they've managed to put aside the skateboards and bring out the barbells just for for one more week we have our good friends james and
1: jack hello again yeah good day yeah, yeah good greatly yeah. enjoyed yeah. our chat
0: you? last time can't even remember what we talked about it was so long ago <laughs> very deep and it very inspiring <laughs> yeah well, so much has happened yeah have you have you managed to get any kickflips in yet james no nope, still can't do them oh, unbelievable <laughs> speaking of kickflips there we go what a segue obviously we, we've talked a lot about crossfit we've talked a bit about skateboarding last time probably a lot more about skateboarding than crossfit actually but the, the key element there is so crossfit is very much in the gym right uh, actually unfortunately at the moment it's very much not in the gym that's been the problem but when this comes out we've all we're all back in the gym right been brilliant hey. hasn't it been wonderful we've all loved that uh, but up until now it had been outside but basically it's it's what you do at a crossfit box or in your little area that you've set aside to to do a workout but famously i know tom is a big fan of this what was one of the the reasons for doing crossfit in the hundred words why why should people get in what what is one of the elements that they should do with their fitness tom
2: <clears throat> learn and play new sports which which, which i don't
0: and herein lies the problem maybe and this is what we will discuss today then so it's that idea of taking our fitness outside of the box or outside of the gym the reason that i think james and jack are great to talk about this is i've heard jack on his podcast mention that he kind of doesn't go to the gym shame on you everybody listening is now going oh jack but Uh but (laughs) the idea that actually skateboarding is kind of forcing you to stay active and keep fit right it is a it's tiring right it's not well you tell me
3: yeah i mean i i think increasingly the older you get you know i'm james and i are both you know in our 30s now which isn't old but i think the impact particularly really um starts to take a toll so you do feel you know you've, you've had a really good session one day been out for a few hours you can really feel that in in your muscles in your joints the next day um I think it's probably very good cardio. I think it's it's like a constant leg day, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd like to think so. I feel, I must say, I do feel, I feel a bit embarrassed, you know, as the person here who doesn't actively go to the gym. But having said that, I did, you know, and James will back me up here. There was a time in my life when I did a lot more often go to the gym until the last couple of years. I think when father had struck, I definitely took my opportunity to use every excuse in the book to stop doing it once i had those reasons all lined up but uh yeah i think i think it's lucky i have skateboarding really because i am going to the gym uh well it's non-existent now and i was going less and less so it's probably the only thing really keeping me active (laughs) so i'm lucky to have it and
0: james i know that you are you know you're you're obviously doing a lot of skateboarding you also love surfing so but you're also a again this is hard playing with the future but currently a member in a crossfit box, maybe maybe
1: not yeah. who knows yeah so i currently technically am and that i'm paying membership fees but i can't actually make any of the online virtual sessions because i work full time and i still unfortunately i'm not one of the people who can work from home so i i i, I can't make the sessions that they do because in the morning and afternoon um so i'm still technically a member but not actually able to make the most of it at the moment so i'm spending a lot of my time doing home workouts the thing that really struck me is taking up skateboarding again This, well, I've been doing it for 22 years, but as same as Jack, we've had times where we've sort of not done it so much. And this year, with the pandemic hitting, it has been a source of fitness and source of exercise that maybe uh, has taken the place of of the gym. And certainly, CrossFit and CrossFit Bath actually is directly responsible for this. The difference that having functioning hips makes to skateboarding is astonishing. (laughs) Like before, I was one of those guys that would go to the gym and squat to like that. Like not even parallel squat and then the guys across the Bath have been brilliant um shacks and ollie and all that certainly shacks actually um uh, was taking me aside and went, right here's a ball here's a wall try and sit on the ball properly <laughs> and it kind of got me doing that and since then my hip mobility improved hugely and i wasn't skateboarding much at that time but coming back to skateboarding and actually being able to bring my knees to my chest makes a hell of a difference um it's it, it's remarkable and actually my hips legs knees ankles feel so much better now than they did when i was
3: skateboarding at 22 when i wasn't doing crossfit this is just a big advert for why i should (laughs) be doing it because i'm just thinking oh god the more i skate now the worse my ankles (laughs) knees (laughs) you um like to either of you
2: especially you jack do you do much like mobility stretching like cool down i mean is there much of that or is it kind of just like warm up doing it and then cool down walking home
3: more now but only because um I've been doing James's edit moaning about how much everything hurts so he uh hooked me up with an app called fit where I could find um just some basic especially for the ankles and knees like the kind of stretches I should be doing so I'm now making more of a constant uh I think the I'm definitely guilty of not cooling down but I, I I'm I'm warming up a lot more now and stretching and limbering up and I think that is making a difference I haven't horribly injured myself for about four months now and that's uh a record for the last couple of years so uh yeah I, I think i think i'm on the up
4: that's such a fitness <laughs> way of looking at it like do you uh do you actually do a warm-up uh at all uh do you <laughs> warm down uh, is that is that something we do uh you know <laughs> normally when i was when i was running the skate park like the kids would just turn up throw the board throw the board down and just like start skating around like if I if I walked out and went, uh, have you considered uh, warming up your joints? They'd be like, uh, "Naff off." You can get yeah, away yeah. with that when you're I'm 18,
3: mate. Not so much not when you're 30.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think when we were when we were kids, with and say we were kids, until recently, James and I would. Just like Necker Red Bull, and uh, yeah, <laughs> a, couple of, a couple of a couple of the mini wrap, would be the warm up, and then it would be good to go. And it'd be fine for, for like, no matter yeah. what we did. Yeah, I sometimes take a. I used to take an ibuprofen in advance so that the first fall wouldn't hurt. So bad.
0: Yeah, I like the idea that now you turn up and that little bag that you used to have a Red ball in, you open it up and it's got a different ball. It's got a lacrosse ball, and you are there <laughs> like rolling out your feet, rolling. Out, you know, oh, yeah, feeling nice. But what I'd also like is if you did do that, like a, a big Skate park, a big event or something, and and they're all looking at you, and then you just destroy them because you're so limber, you're so yeah. mobile. You're like, oh look, functioning hips! Look what they can do. You <laughs> can have your your young years. You can be 18. It doesn't matter.
4: Having said that, though, the guys that pro skaters, a lot of them actually do yeah. like yoga and stuff like that. Like, um, Nigel, mm. like Nigel Houston is is one of the he's like one of the biggest yeah. yoga heads around because he's, he's he's just a crazy man. It's mad, like how skateboarding used to be kind of way back in the day like throw yourself at a mega ramp or throw yourself at uh, whatever it is you know a 20 stair or whatever and now it's like people actually think about what they're doing you know and they have a coach and they have a a nutritionist and they have a you know someone who looks after their their mobility and stuff
3: see that's the sensible thing to do but then i've got this terrible thing where like for me that's like a real turn off to the whole thing Mm -hmm. like and this is awful because i need to be doing more of it but like even you saying that then you're talking about like niger doing yoga and i'm thinking oh god here we go and then you think yeah but throw yourself down the stairs i'm like yeah yeah that's what i want to see
4: absolutely like (laughs) you're absolutely right because
3: niger
1: we we can't go an episode without mentioning niger can we jack so niger has has, he's obviously part of (laughs) our podcast (laughs) are you big niger fans he's divisive so so we talk about him a lot um so niger oh, yeah. and Letitia buffoni is another one they're all part and chris is another one they're all part of that they've got their, their sponsors rely on them so much so they've so the red bull nike they've got so much money behind them and so much sponsorship behind them that they do have proper personal trainers and proper fitness sessions and you quite often you see them on instagram putting up their workouts and things and that wasn't a thing even 10 years ago um, but because now it's that the, it, they are so reliant on them being able to perform and then being able to skate at, and maintain that high level that they throw money at their training and they do train properly. And I honestly, they should be because the benefit is enormous. Is that a go where
0: you see CrossFit doing that like accelerated thing where something like skateboarding has been around a lot longer? you would have like early days it was just like oh this you know this these people are the best look at them just go 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 here's them doing this trick that <laughs> trick killing themselves here killing themselves there and then now it's shifted to people being like and this is how they look after themselves when they're not on a board yeah. and it's all like, and crossfit we've seen the same thing happen but in a very short period of time because again it used to be like the the you know the tip of the spear they were here's that seven workouts a day and they're just constantly in the gym killing themselves and now you know, They're all being sponsored by like Go Wad and Rom Wad, and it's all here the, the mobility, and here's the kind of food you're eating, and don't forget your CBD oil and all of this stuff. Yeah. And it's but it's happened in such a short period of time, like this kind of similar look after yourself.
1: It's because they're both old enough, the so sports are both old enough now for people to realize that the first, second gens are actually a bit broken. And they're really, really to sort of prevent that from happening down the line. But I, I think your experience is interesting <laughs> though, James,
0: because you're one of the few people then that you know, like, has kind of had the sport had a break from your, or your, you know, your fitness outside the gym, we could say had a break from that and done CrossFit gone back to it and been like, Oh, I see improvements because of CrossFit because quite often what happens is people start doing CrossFit to help them in their sport. Uh, this I've heard when I when interviewing people like on, on the other podcasts and stuff, is it kind of, how do you get into CrossFit? Oh, I was you know, playing football and I started doing CrossFit because I thought it would help me. And then I started really enjoying CrossFit. And then I found the football was getting in the way of the CrossFit and I transitioned <laughs> into just doing CrossFit. And there's like a dozen stories just like that, where people did CrossFit initially to supplement their, their other hobby or interest or sport, and then just moved into CrossFit. Um, mm. And it's kind of weird, right? Because that whole idea that CrossFit was initially supposed to be something that helped you just be fit and strong enough to do other sports. But now it seems that people want to get fit to do CrossFit. It's like, oh, I just need to to get as fit as I can to be better at being
1: fit. Yeah, I want to meet the time cap. I want to be able to lift this i want to be able
2: to well i I said this on a previous i think episode 15 i think where it's like you know yeah the 12 the the fitness in 100 words was you know the, the crossfit methodology and then the fitness in 100 words was around learn and play new sports but then the sport grew out of the methodology so it was like well now we have something to focus on keep it keep it in the family right you know and so there's, mm-hmm. but there's definitely that those that have kind of like, for whatever reason have then found more joy. Maybe it's because there's more variety or going back to the episode we had, you know, the previous episode we had you guys on where it's like, actually it's that individualistic element. And then the community is just, it just brings people in.
1: Yeah. It brings people coming back for sure.
2: So here's my, my thought about using
0: fitness outside of the gym is I actually, I'm gonna take it in a different direction. Here we go. Oddly, it could even link to skateboarding, I think. My thought is that I didn't play any sport before doing CrossFit. So it's unlikely that now I've filled my schedule of also going and doing CrossFit, that I'm suddenly gonna be like, oh, and I should also take up another sport to express the fitness I've gained doing CrossFit. Like It doesn't make sense, right? Because I didn't do a sport before. But I use my fitness outside of the gym a lot. Today, I have to go and, and collect the van that I need for work tomorrow and it was more you know it's five kilometers away from my house so I run I do my 5k to run to the van and then I drive it home and I'm like there we go so I've used and during lockdown when we've only been allowed to go out of the house for exercise uh, I was like planning routes where I needed to like drop things off to people and so i was like well if I do a run (laughs) and it's sort of like going all around Bath and I'm like yeah there I can do that that's sort of one one run. And if I just happen to throw a few things into people's gardens on my way past, whoops. <laughs> <it's kind> of... <laughs> but that that's my interpretation of using my fitness outside of the gym is actually it being the functional side of fitness and being like, well, the, the training I've done doing CrossFit in the gym allows me to actually live a active life outside of the gym because you know these things aren't obstacles to me i don't need to go and wait for a bus and try and get there i will just walk it or run it and feel kind of happy and confident knowing that i can do that very easily. Yeah. that that's become my wednesday
2: routine actually yeah. is to run pick up this stupid van <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the same um and i wasn't playing <laughs> sport regularly really before starting crossfit so for me i'm kind of i guess i'm trying to come com- and i'm probably not as progressive or constructive in my training you know, a lot of people are probably going to say that over the last kind of year, but I'd say more for the last couple of years, you know, it's been an outlet rather than a focus. But so I'm kind of probably comparing myself to the Tom in an ultimate universe that didn't do CrossFit. And how what, what would I look like? So I'm you know in my mid mid thirties, right? What would I be like now? Would I have you know lost a lot of functionality? Would I be a lot heavier? I'd like to think so, because I've spent an awful lot of money on it since then, an awful lot of time. <laughs> um but I guess maybe in it then linking into what you were saying as well, Jason, is around it's definitely for me a health and longevity. And it might not be about getting back getting back out on the rugby pitch, they'll probably still be on the bench. Um, but it's about actually hopefully being able to play bought with my nieces, my nephews, hopefully my own kids one day. And and that is like I'm, you know, preparing myself for that um, rather than the zombie apocalypse, which is another one that comes off every so often.
1: <laughs> There's a wonderful advert, isn't there, recently I can't remember what it was for. And it's I'm sure you've probably seen it because it should have been a CrossFit outfit, really. And it's that one where it's an old guy and he's got an old rusty kettlebell in his shed. And he walks over to it and he barely, he barely mm. drags it. And it's like a little montage. And he gradually lifts it onto a shelf and gradually manages to do it, And he goes out and his neighbours are like watching him going, what is he doing? Why is he doing that? And he goes out diligently and does, and it gets better, it gets better. And he starts lifting up. And the end of the advert, and he goes to pick his niece up and just lift it up the Christmas tree to put the angel on top of the Christmas tree. So the whole purpose of that was him building the strength to be able mm. to do that. And I think that's something that a lot of people certainly nowadays and we all have sit down sedentary jobs and it's kind of the crossfit ethos isn't it is to be able to live your life comfortably and not struggle and fun and function as well as possible because it is easy to let ourselves become a little bit creaky and as skateboarders it's really easy to become creaky you know we hurt ourselves we sit down and then you know we struggled to warp for years afterwards, and it's it does it's really important to, to maintain just the base level of you want to feel good in your own body. And CrossFit started off, like you said, being able you know helping you do other sports, but it's become it's become this thing that allows people to live as best they can and maximize their life, isn't it? And that's kind of how it's.
0: I like the idea that we are just trying to cut jack know, to start doing CrossFit. This is what, <laughs> like the last two weeks of episodes yeah, has just been know. subtly.
3: you know what I'm not I'm not I'm not against it I think um talking to you it's really interesting it's a perspective I don't have and that's really great because I think from an outside perspective looking in my my thing with exercise in general and kind of physical activities is that I have always been I've always been doing something I wouldn't necessarily for whatever reason describe myself as sporty but I probably have been in my path because I grew up like surfing and I grew up playing rugby and you know I skate to this point um, and I used to play like street hockey at university. And so, I've, you know, I, I've always done something. I think where I've struggled is what feels to me like I have a quite a short attention span and I, things need to be. I can't just do exercise for the sake of exercise. That's something that always it's not something I'm against, but it's something that doesn't grab my attention for long enough. Often, or in the past, and I think when I was at my fittest it was about well, actually it was until I until I um had a child to be honest. Um, it's starting to get a bit better now. That's when I took a bit of a down downfall for a while. But when I was teacher training, I was living in London and I was going to the gym like four times a week, probably like every other day, and I was doing alternating gym and then swimming. I liked the feeling I got off but I couldn't hand on heart say like I love swimming. swimming's different, I enjoy that as a, just an activity. That's fine. It reminded me of being in the sea. That was great. But like, I was doing a lot of cardio stuff just to keep myself fit at the gym. And I think I didn't love the gym. What I loved was the music I was listening to in my headphones, or like watching cartoons on the little screen, and just doing something to keep myself fit while I was doing it, you know, and I think when I was in Bristol I was going to the gym a lot and the reason I stopped at first and I can honestly hand on heart say is that my iPod broke and I hated the music at the gym (laughs) so I just stopped going until I could afford the iPod because I could not stand the music at the gym and actually it was just a time when I could listen to like really horrible music that people I lived with wouldn't have put up with you know so that's what I enjoyed and I just happened to be making myself fitter I think I need reasons it's like I have so many hobbies I kind of need you know and I guess from the outside perspective CrossFit you would assume is the epitome of and I'm wrong because hearing you all is like really inspired me in this way but from the outside perspective I've always assumed that that is really that is the fitness for fitness sake exercise you know that's you're exercising for the sake of exercise and so it never really, you know, I know that when I was going to the gym, James was trying to get me to, to move towards the weight room a bit more. And I was thinking, if I don't really feel like I want to be like muscular, like I'm just happy to like, my heart's a bit better and I can eat, I can eat more bad food if I'm just a bit fit. So that's, that's all I need. <laughs> you know. But I, but you know, you're doing a good job. I feel like, you know, it's, um, it's definitely you, you've, you've, Uh, framed the whole thing in a way that I've never really thought about it and especially now as a father with a child and another child on the way and I've noticed that skating has been great for making me fitter in terms of cardio but it's really taking a toll on my body it's making me feel old in that way like I now find that actually since being skateboarding a lot more standing up after being sat down for a while can be a problem you know it you know so those things the joints and actually you are really putting an advert on that because you know thinking I want to be able to run around with my kids in a few years and I want to be able to do all these things with them so you got to take care of yourself and I think it wouldn't be a so
0: jack if you've got like a short attention span I'm just wondering like a workout if it was sort of every time you went in it was a bit different and it was like just written on the board and it was like okay 10 minutes do like these five exercises as many times as you can in 10 minutes and maybe next time it was just like uh oh here's you know five different things you're going to do 50 of these 40 of these 30 of these 20 of these 10 of these and just go through that and then it's done like would that appeal to you more than just sort of going in and being like okay it's three sets of 12 on this machine and then three sets of 12 on that
4: i think i i don't think that's the question i think the question is does his ipod work (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think the question is, how well do you know the coach in the gym that you can suggest a playlist?
1: Or in some cases, just go up to the iPod and put something on. Genius yeah, a
3: bad, though, right? <laughs> I, uh, do you know what? It's a good question. I think that would appeal to me more, honestly. It's a weird thing saying I have a short attention span. I suppose I do lots of things that would contradict that. But it's like short bursts, I, I suppose, or just yeah I I think I think that the other the other thing here that I realize is probably a bit ironic is that we've been talking in the last episode about community and how good it is to have people encouraging you but when I go to the gym I just kind of want to be left alone a little bit so like I don't want people coming up and like offering me advice because I'll probably just stop doing the thing and that's probably my issue a little bit is that you know I, I almost feel um it's all in my head, but I, I almost definitely feel like I've got imposter syndrome when I'm so on the gym. So would you like, Jack, gym? that
0: maybe, you know, the, like, maybe there's a bit of like community before your workout and after your workout, but perhaps for that, like 10, 20 minutes, you're actually working, maybe everybody's working at the same time. So nobody can kind of come over and say anything to you because you're all just working through it exactly the same moment. So you're, you're all focused on what you're doing. And then what, after when it's all done, people can come up to you and sort of say, oh, how did it go? How, you know, I saw you doing, you looked really good over there. Your your form was excellent. Would that appeal to you more than like a gym where people are just walking around and yeah, coming in? Are you
3: you
4: advertising a class to me? I mean, how how could you tell?
1: (laughs) That was the most subtle thing I've ever heard.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Any, any anyone would think you might have some association with a crossfit
1: <laughs> <laughs> no but this is really good because quite often we surround ourselves with people who are of the same mindset and certainly in crossfit we're guilty of surrounding ourselves mm-hmm. by people who very obviously love crossfit and, and we get that and we all we can all relate to that and we're all have that same opinion but there are people that and jack being one of these people would present a viewpoint that we wouldn't necessarily think of or associate and that's kind of you know there are similarities but there's different viewpoints of reasons why people might not go towards something that on paper sounds very much like they would because certainly CrossFit you know workouts a half hour max really aren't they usually 10-15 minutes of longest 10-15 minutes you'll ever have but 10-15 minutes or so <laughs> um, and on paper it all sounds like it's easy enough to advertise but there's always you know some things that people do and don't like that make it harder to, to necessarily I don't think I've described what, that. What right. we need
2: to do. Yeah. Uh, what we need to do at some point when we're allowed. Everyone all get together. We'll do a we'll do a CrossFit workout and then we can uh we can try some skateboarding. <laughs> we need to do it in that order because I'll inevitably break my leg trying to skateboard. <laughs> so uh let's do the let's do the crossfit first.
4: <laughs> I changed my um, I changed you, I don't think I've I'm friends with you. Uh, in fact we are friends on Facebook, aren't we, Jason Tom? But I um, I've changed my did you I notice? today. I changed my <laughs> I changed my um, cover photo into a photo of me like skating. It's because I knew that you guys, we oh, were going to have you guys on this week. So, um, so I changed my, yeah, I changed my Facebook oh, feed, sure. which is, yeah which is really cool in the old legacy skate park. It was like 10 years ago and I was really trash. And I think in that photo, I'm like mid bail. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going <laughs> to Facebook talking really now. Yeah. yeah, yeah feel free. Feel free, feel free. You're, you're absolutely welcome. Um, Yeah. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna completely contradict everything that Jason and Tom have said about CrossFit because I am not your average CrossFitter. I would absolutely not run a 5k just because that's something that you could do because you're fit from CrossFit. Like that would be my worst nightmare running 5k. Um, or you know, I I obviously I enjoy running after my kids. Like, I'm not sure. Well, obviously my kid, one of them is three months old. He's not really running anywhere. Um, but <laughs> but hey, I, I'm I'm dreading when my daughter gets to about like 10, because I know for a fact that I'm going to have to work much harder to keep up with her than I, do, than I do now. She's currently four. I can outrun her. Not really a problem. She's not running very far. Not a problem. Um, but I think... For me I think it comes down to like I guess laziness. Um <laughs> I am a I, I genuinely I am a lazy crossfitter. I would much rather sit play my Xbox watch watch <laughs> watching skate edits. Um just like random like wh- whatever it is to to not do exercise. Like I used to love playing team sports. I used to and I do love doing crossfit. Once I get in the door, once I'm kind of there doing it, it's like well can't just leave (laughs) that would (laughs) that would just be rude so I kind of have to do this class now and the guys are great and the coaches are great but the the kind of anxiety about like going there um, and maybe that's because I'm a bit bigger than the average bear and maybe that's because like and I guess the art for me the answer is well just do it a bit more and then you won't be a bit bigger than the average bear like it's quite an obvious thing to say you know but kind of going back to your kind of gym and swimming um jack like it is one of those things like it's been known i've been to a pure gym i've been sometimes frequented a pure gym and uh and <laughs> everyone looks at me crossfitters look at me like i'm scum um but like you you kind of just go and you put your headphones in and you don't know one talk to anyone and that's kind of like i could go there for an hour and just be anonymous and that's in some ways that's that's quite nice but arguably you won't get as fit doing that on your own as you would in community with a bunch of people doing crossfit like that you know so maybe i'm not contradicting but that that is for me that's what it comes down to like that's the reason that i keep going back because there's a bunch of cool people who are messaging me like are you coming tonight you know So I I know that I, tomorrow night, I'm going for a running workout on in the park and I hate running and I'm only doing the run because I want to get better at running. That's, that is literally the only reason there is no other reason apart from the fact that I need to get better at it, but it's the same of you guys skating, right? Why do I go skating on my own? Well, because I want to nail that heel flip next time, or I want to nail that the thing, or I want to like practice the five stair near my house or whatever it is like you go just to get a bit yeah. better at the thing that you're not quite as good at.
3: Yeah, but then equally, you know, I can relate to that. Again, not from the crossfit perspective, but that all makes sense from the perspective of skateboarding because I will try things that I would never try by myself if I'm skating with James and our friends Tom and Roni. We go skating with because the, the, there is that community element. And I know that we're all uh, cheering each other on, so I I can I can relate to it. I think you know it. I'm I'm probably like a playbook of every excuse you hear because um, <laughs> I know that they are excuses, but there's certain we we touched on it earlier. I think a lot of the cliches of fitness like are just things that turn me turn me off to it as culturally. Like you like so my partner she can't at the moment she's pregnant, but she uh, usually under normal circumstances is is a big runner and she's really into like running and she runs marathons and things like that. And she comes out with these like tidbits that are probably very true like that oh you can't out train a bad diet and i just feel like right, i won't then because i'd rather have that i'd rather i, I like that. i spent my life
1: out training a Fine. bad diet
3: you know but but if, but if i can you know like do it so and then i can just like eat some fu- something fun i think there's there's cultural elements as well and this is a, a problem this is an internal thing with me i think and uh i think i'm probably not alone in this people of a certain generation because it's the same with skateboarding it's the same reason why I'd rather watch like Mike Villaley than Nigel Huston Mm -hmm. and it's really nothing to do like Nigel Huston's amazing but it's just that that very unsustainable cultural thing gets me going more you know the other thing is like actually is time and that's the classic excuse but what it comes down to a lot of the time with me is that I have a lot of hobbies like I love skateboarding but that's not how I justify myself I'm also a massive dork like you know I'm in this room with all of my uh like miniatures that I paint and things like that and like there's lots of other things I'm a sax player and a guitar player and like so I got the music too so it's like every time I choose to do a hobby I'm making a choice as to what other thing I'm not doing because I also want to spend time with my family and I feel like that's that's sometimes a mental barrier too because it feels like I'm gonna have to give something up to, uh, you know, like when I used to go to the gym a lot in London and when I first moved to Bristol, I was in a, should never listen to this, I can say it, but a really, really bad relationship. So I, James is nodding. So I would spend ages at the gym because I just didn't really want to be in the house, you know, and actually that was a good enough reason, whereas now at home's like great. Like I like being it. So, you know, actually you are making choices, aren't you? How you spend your time as an adult, you're always making those choices. And I think the biggest sell for me is the community. You've really sold it to me with that. But also, I think Jason touched on it with um, or it may, it may have been Tom, but I about the longevity of um, feeling good later into life. And I think especially as a dad and a new dad and give you a dad again, I think that's something I can really relate to and that's definitely like a fear-based thing where i can see actually in the future i want to be able to be around a bit longer and be a bit fitter for my kids as much as the, for myself. the time
0: that's really stressful when you've got kids and you're worried about your fitness is sports day and the dad's race <laughs> and i went for the dad's race and that's when i realized oh, i do crossfit I should be good. Like, this isn't fair if I don't do well in this race. (laughs) And uh, the problem is that James knows. I mean, everybody's short for James, but I'm I'm not the tallest of athletes anyway. So running is not going to be like my strong suit, especially like sprinting. And the pressure I put on myself for having to do well in this stupid race (laughs) because I do CrossFit. And sometimes when I take my kid to school, I'm going to the box straight after. So I'm like wearing a CrossFit bath t-shirt or something like that. So they know they must all know. <laughs> and they're all looking at me. I mean, he does CrossFit. He better be good. And uh yeah, I did all right, by the way. Don't worry. But good. oh man, Excellent. I felt the pressure. But yeah, Harvey's seven oh, good now. Good. So that thing like Sam was saying about chasing him around, it's it's tough. And Emily's two, so it's like two of them. So they're you know twice as tiring. Uh, to to chase them around so the the longevity and and all of that is is definitely a factor but i think all of the things that like you've mentioned jack and and sam as well like that's all the same reasons why i do crossfit because i i like you went to different gyms in the past and just always kind of gave up and never stuck it out Uh, and it was that thing of like you go to the gym and it's hard to spend less than two hours. Oh, I, you know, you've got my little program. This is what I need to do. But oh, I can't use that equipment because someone's there. So, oh, okay, I'll go over here. I'll go over there. And you just waste time walking around doing stupid stuff. Whereas I know, like, especially now since COVID's come in and the classes are 45 minutes. So I know that I'm in, like warmed up, done the workout, cooled down, packed my stuff away and out the door within a 45 minute window. And that's great. And like Sam, and lockdown has proved this, I am very lazy and unmotivated in actually training myself. That's why I have to go and get a van in order to justify my 5K. Because like, if, if, it's just a, <laughs> if I'm just starting and stopping in the same place, I'm not doing it. And it is the messages I get in the day saying, oh, have you seen the workout tonight? Are you in? Oh, no, why not? Kind of thing. And, the, and if I don't go, the messages I get of where were you uh, that, that keep me going and obviously in lockdown like not because I similar to James can't make any of like the virtual workouts that we've done and the few outside the box ones I've started doing now are also at times I can't go I'm just not training (laughs) if if no one is making me do it I'm I'm not doing it we did the open and it nearly killed me because it was the first time I'd actually pushed hard in a workout in
1: almost a year and um yeah didn't you do like a hundred burpees a day for like or a ridiculous number of burpees It should set you up fitness for life really the amount that you were doing all right james
0: well done thank you for derailing my oh i'm not fit i do really push myself <laughs> in in april i think i think april of like the first lockdown so like, yeah the, the previous year i did 100 burpees a day and then maybe in january i did a, a 500 burpees with a weight vest once and then there was a thousand burpee challenge that we did later Uh, another weekend but that's i'm small so burpees are fine like that's (laughs) that's not the same he's
4: just got a hard on for burpees (laughs) you you absolute weirdo
1: because it's funny because i'm I'm not trying to actively derail you i'm very sorry i genuinely wasn't trying to derail you but i look i watch your instagram (laughs) while i'm eating my mcdonald's thinking about going out for a skate (laughs) going oh god i really need to be doing a bit more. Like yours, you actively make me feel lazy <laughs> at the moment. Like certainly well, stopped then.
0: my uh my goals have been achieved and I can <laughs> <laughs> I can close my Instagram account finally.
2: <laughs> I've I've got um I've got one more question. Um and I guess it comes back to Sam you mentioned earlier about that photo you've got on Facebook is like bail And then we've talked repeatedly and and Jack, you were talking about it about longevity and trying to link into skateboarding. The one thing I think about with skateboarding and you've both talked about it on this episode, but previously as well, is like getting injured. And I guess one of the things I'm interested in is that like, with respect to kind of like using fitness outside the gym is like, is there an element of like learning to fall? Right. Because like I say, I don't fall over very often. I imagine if I do, it hurts a lot more than it used to because I'm not used to bouncing. And, and I know like in, so there's an element there around like, you know, core strength, just the ability to kind of like fall well, whether it be in skateboarding or, I mean, it's the first thing they teach you in like any martial art, isn't it really like before you learn the moves, you gotta learn how to take the moves, which involves falling. So. The broad, more broadly speaking, then it comes down to like body awareness or proprioception. So there's that element of like conditioning your body to be able to take the knocks, whether it be falling off a skateboard or or taking a tackle. in rugby, Yeah, absolutely.
1: I, I te- um, that's what Something is really important in skateboarding is ankle strength and your joint strength, tendon strength, ligament strength and having the strength in your joints to be able to sustain your ankle going like that or going like that. You know, like it is very easy to break an elbow, break a wrist, break a, you know, break anything really when you fall on a skateboard if you fall wrong. And if you are fit and strong and flexible, yeah, you can quickly get yourself into into a a more suitable bailing position. And your ankles can take a bit more damage. My, I had my ankles ultrasound a few years ago. They are a mess of scar tissue. Um, But the the strength that you get from strength training Definitely applies to falling and skateboarding because you can move quicker, you can react quicker, and your you can your your joints and ligaments and tendons can take more before they snap. I don't want to make it sound, but yeah, they can take more
3: punishment for sure. But we don't bounce
1: anymore, do we, Jack? We stopped bouncing about ten years ago.
3: Yeah, man. Do you know as you're saying that I was thinking that when we started skating, I, I don't know which magazine I got it with, but I had a DVD, and I remember. And it was like the kind of basic things. And one of the first things it did was tell you to go to the skate park. And it was like standing on different obstacles. So like standing on a course there or standing uh, on like a flat bank and just teaching you to basically get used to jumping with your head going forward, because that's how you're probably going to fall off. And then how to kind of adapt into a roll onto your side so that you can slide down that, that part of your back here. Um, And that was one of the first things that, you, this DV thought thought was important to teach you and said you're going to look stupid but go to the skate park and do this and I think I did and I, I, I think that I'm okay at falling but you know as you get older and Sam mentioned earlier like your body changing and things that you you get heavier or you you fluctuate I think that those things impact that too because I think you know I'm heavier now than I was when I was 18 right so actually falling there's a lot more of me to fall on top of myself, you know, and to fall onto those joints and ankles. And I think that I've started doing with the app. I've started doing like little bits of yoga, and I have to swallow the vomit in my mouth as I say that because I feel like such a sellout. But I've started doing a little bit. You know, All right, Nigel, no, chill out. To, 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 to... Forget.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know how I much of I up, a yeah, that is to you. See... Which makes it so much better. You're, you're going to see
3: my lovely, uh, like camo tights, when I stand up in a minute. But um, I... <laughs> but you know, like I, I started doing these things, and I think it, it's it is important. But yeah, I, I think I think James is right. It probably does make each difference, and I, James probably does. I imagine, like you know, he feels a bit better when he falls. This is the awful thing we don't talk about, though, and this is like obviously if I could choose not to I probably wouldn't but like I kind of like falling <laughs> like that sounds like mental but no, I know I think that's probably quite commonplace among skateboarders I think you, you probably are a special breed where like you've at the least got to like not mind it and in a way like I'm not going to try and do it but actually a session where I've like scraped my knee and then landed something is always more rewarding than the time when I just landed something. You know, I, I don't know. It's it, I think part of the joy of it is like that feeling that I can be resilient and that like I can kind of inflict pain on myself and oh, get. Past you just described crossfit you know? to a T. Um, did didn't right? it, yeah. <laughs> well, No, I
4: think no, no. So I, I, I disagree. I fully disagree with that, right? Because and this is why, this this is this is the key, right? How many people in their mid thirties start skateboarding
1: a lot as we've turned out increasingly how many loads. what actually yeah.
4: start skateboarding this year yeah certainly
1: this year really loads. yeah we've yeah. had it or maybe yeah maybe this year. enough but, to
4: justify but, well, I
3: mean, them like, starting a podcast about it yeah
4: <laughs> bit, wow man that's nuts that is nuts so the, the we, reason we
3: interviewed we interviewed a woman last week who steps on a skateboard for the first time she's 44 yeah. i think 45 yeah. And she's just started. And again, I mean, it, it like skateboarding sucks. Like when okay. you take got those the sound bite and, that we need, right? Perfect. But like you said about CrossFit, right? Like if you didn't love it, you wouldn't do it. It a masochist, isn't it? <laughs> in some ways it's, yeah, it's objectively dumb. But it's brilliant you know that's what gives you the adrenaline rush just the fact that you it's might i guess maybe it's, if you never heard i guess
4: maybe it's without... universal there because like the point i was coming on to make was i used to obviously when i was working in the skate park we would we'd have loads and loads and loads of like little kids and we'd run like a little kid skateboard session for like five to seven year olds and it'd be re- it, it would be really obvious which kids were going to carry on skateboard we did by, like the first five minutes It'd be really obvious which kids were going to skateboard and it'd be really obvious the ones that were going to go home and never come back again. Yeah. And I, I guess that's the same in when you're in your 30s, right? There are some, you know, you might get a group of five people like, yeah, let's go skateboard. And then like two of them or three of them are like, actually, I don't really want to skateboard because uh, this hurts a bit much. Yeah. And then there's two of them like, that was wicked. <laughs> Look at my leg. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, I just hung up hard on that, you know, on that mini round. Oh, and that's I, it a wicked. solid
1: slam no matter what happens. But yeah, no, but yeah. You, you get you get that. <laughs> in, is there yes, you in get CrossFit? that. You get that in CrossFit in like the the, the starter sessions. You get 30 fresh eyed people who have seen all the CrossFit games and everything. And after the first two or three wads, you can usually tell mm-hmm. who's going <laughs> to stick around and who isn't. And it, it attracts people who are naturally resilient and who naturally want to push themselves. And certainly starting skateboarding and starting CrossFit when you're older, when you're a bit creaky, you're a bit achy you've already built up a lifetime of a degree of resilience in order to be able to continue doing that at this age because most people go no this is a stupid world i hurt myself you know if you've gone to a crossfit session you've done 100 deadlifts and your shins are bleeding that's no different to going out to a skate park and you know falling over a couple of times you get these minor injuries but you do it because you love it and you are resilient enough to go okay it's a bit, it stings a bit but it's fine i mean how many of you guys have had bleeding hands from muscle ups
0: i have a, a massive. <laughs> like slashed on my shin at the moment from dropping the barbell. Oh, I saw the video <laughs> for that. <laughs> so, um, so I suppose, Jack, this will be my final sales pitch here for, for CrossFit, and then we'll wrap this wrap this oh, up. My life. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, listening to what James has said, I'd like you to imagine the scene that you're both skating. You're both uh, maybe trying the same trick, and you both fail. You start to bail. You fall forward. You put your hands out. Mistake. I know. Jack, you, your little weak wrists, they just snap. You've broken both your arms. But James lands in a handstand walk and off he goes. He just walks the rest of the way down. (laughs) Because his CrossFit skills (laughs) kick in at
1: that moment. Oh, what
3: an image. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, that is magnificent. I'm trying that next time I fall over. (laughs) Um you know, I but like I said, I'm not against it. I think you know if you wanted to bully me in, into a session, I would. You know, peer pressure works, man. I, I, you know, oh, peer, peer I'd give pressure it a crack. Be work, works. But Careful more around importantly, I've, I've got two, <laughs> two points to two points to say this though. Right, first of all, um, James, how many times have you broken your wrist? Uh,
1: <laughs> broken my wrist once. Yeah, broken, broken, bro- broken properly once. Yeah.
3: Okay, I've never broken mine, <laughs> so. so second point um yeah was i've actually completely forgot i don't have a second point there was something there. Gone. yeah no Please. i'll do it it's fine oh no here it was so the handstand thing that sounds rad not because i you have a brilliant way to not bail which is amazing but actually if i could learn to handstand i could do um proper like old school pool riding yeah you know. yeah uh, there you go like that, that okay. uh, that'd be I don't would like so that Mike
0: I would like you to explain that to the yeah. the coach that kind of does your your drop in session. And they like, what are you
3: thinking about starting CrossFit?"
0: And that needs to
1: be your reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to do sick hand plants. Yeah. I'll show yeah. Them
3: a Give them a, from... yeah, I want
4: to just hand yeah. plant yeah. on the ball. like, like an, an issue of
3: an issue of Thrasher from like the mid '80s. Like,
2: <laughs> I want to do this. <laughs> Brilliant. But,
4: but you'll you'll be there
2: saying this is a completely different type of drop in to what I was expecting. <laughs> oh.
0: Uh, on that note if um if anyone wants to find you guys guys if they've enjoyed this this discussion and they've been annoyed by how many times we tried to get it back onto crossfit and away from skateboarding and they just like (laughs) the skateboarding side where can they find you
3: yeah our podcast is called the crap skateboarding podcast it's really just a look at skateboarding through the eyes of average skateboarders and anyone who just loves skateboarding more than they're necessarily skilled in it um like you said you possibly can relate to that through the lens of CrossFit too. Uh you can find us on Instagram, um at Instagram.com forward slash the crap skateboarding podcast. Um you can find us on Facebook. Uh what else are we on? Spotify Google Google, um, YouTube
1: as well. Yep.
4: Yeah. What what I absolutely
0: love is that you you gave us the Instagram forward slash. You didn't just say you can find us on Instagram here. You gave us the web address, which is beautiful. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> no
0: room for errors. What can
3: I say about? I'm old
0: Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, guys. It's been a pleasure. Sam, Tom, as always, I've endured it. Uh, and we'll see you all next week.
1: Oh, thank you much. <laughs>